We got some breeze beats. We got some breeze beats. They're coming in hot, so ready on operates bits. Mmm, bits. I think this is it. This is it. This is it. But we have to acknowledge what just happened. What just happened? People got intro to a lovely musical. Beautiful. Beautiful. Musical rendition. Introduction. Yeah, from our Juilliard trained chef. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's surreal. I, I absolutely love it. I think it, it, it works perfectly for the pod. Yeah. And she said we're coming in hot, so that's a lot of pressure, but we rise to the pressure. We always come in hot. We're kind of like yeast. Exactly. Ready no, or not. No matzah. No infection. No infection. No. No. We're, we're, we're just infected with great cooking talent. Right. Infected with my bits in our blood. That's right. Those bloody bits. But I, I love that song. The ukulele. It feels perfect for our tone. We have a pretty ukulele tone. Are you a ukulele boy? I'm a big uke boy. Never played it, but I, I, I love... Get uked? I love getting uked. Yeah. Eucalyptus? Kevin Eucalyptus? <laughs> that's... That works to we're cooking hot already. <laughs> now we're cooking hot. <laughs> we're cooking hot. <laughs> wow. I think, I think it's really going to elevate our, uh, our whole pod. I think people are going to latch on to the song. People are going to look forward to the song. I'm already, the song's already in my head. We're slowly putting on layers to the pod. Yeah. Each week, we kind of do something new. Exactly. You know, we start the first episode. We had an episode that was new. Then we kind of started with the audio clips. Right. Uh, the logo changes, the Photoshop. Right. Now we got the theme song. So who knows? We're kind of like a lasagna pod. I was about to say that. We're a, we're a nice media lasagna. Yeah. Again, layers on layers. Which I, I think is, is we're, we're moving in the right direction. We're moving. What direction we're moving in, it doesn't really, we're just cooking for, for the people. But yeah. Yeah. Good, a good compliment, actually, from my sister. Ooh. We'll start off. All right the off family. The we, got, we got actually a bunch of family stuff. You know, this is our first time we're recording after Thanksgiving. So we got a lot of family Stuff, I'm sure, on both ends. My brother... No stuffing. No, st- I had a lot of stuffing. No stuffing up for me. Love the good, love stuffing. Um, Don't get me riled up, Lance. Don't get me riled up. I think that's, that's what the people want. Riley Cooper. With the br- <laughs> nice. Um, so, my brother, number one, he had a, a segment suggestion, which I think could be a great cool. segment to get all the Brazerbacks involved, whoever wants to be involved like a misconnections. That's how I loosely called it in my head. Mm-hmm. But he's listening to it and he sees references like Adam Dunn, you know, that yes. we didn't make solid contact with. Great. Obviously, sometimes we hit him out of the park, but not always. He's a, Adam Dunn's a home run hitter. He either hits a home run or he swings and misses. Exactly. It's kind of us. Yeah. Exactly. So he was saying when we were talking about uh, bagels and locks mm-hmm. one of the times that we were talking about capers and we missed an easy Dom capers. <laughs> that's hell of a call. Yeah. I love that. That, that's a great segment idea. I think that's a great segment. So any Brazerbacks who are interested in participating in Misconnections, you could email the email at brazebits at gmail.com. Got it. You could DM us on Instagram at brazebits. If, DM us on Twitter. I, or we, per, on our personal tweets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, have, I have my Twitter reactivated. I tweeted. I, I, I saw you did on one it. tweet. I don't like I don't, it. Just, it's too much for me. Right. Too much tuna. But TNT. Instagram, hit that up. Yeah, we're also supposed to tell people to subscribe and to comment, rate and review. It kind of feels inauthentic. Yeah, I think just do it if you because I'm not going to do that to any other podcast unless I really want to. I think we so should if, though. If you really we, want to, we, we should ask for it in a ge- ingenuous, a disingenuous way. I think if you want to cook up a review, that'd be wonderful. But. 
we don't it doesn't want to we don't want to force it up right you know? but we also want this podcast to grow that's true and we want people to if you, if you like the pod share it with a friend that would be fun if, if you actually like the pod tell a friend about it and if you want to review it review it but yeah. I feel like if you tell a friend they're more likely to listen than if someone sees it's on Facebook and they kind of are friends with that's it that's true a recommendation well, is nice yeah like and the thing about this is when you share our our entree, it's not like when you're sharing an entree at a restaurant where right. they're taking part of your food, which we, you, which is a, a big uh, faux paterno. I agree. Yeah. No Sandusky for me. I, yeah. I like my food for myself. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's that's our stance on promotion. I think it's also a great segment idea by your brosif. Yeah, I think Dom, Dom Capers. Yeah. Misconnections. Misconnections. Yeah. So anyone, anyone wants to participate in that. Um, anyway, I want to get back to feedback from my sister. Um, she's, so she has been reheating old episodes. She kind of missed the initial push. Okay. You know? She's, she's binging us. She says so she's binge, yeah, binging, she's binging us bits. now. Um, and she says, my, uh, my favorite part isn't the random references, but the bits you choose to focus on, the food list, AirPods, great mix of topics to listen to a podcast. She said it's actually relatable. It's not like next witness you know re, uh in reference to i guess all these murder mystery <laughs> podcasts right um and uh we have a pretty diverse portfolio of like different topics and bits and i mean we both are stand-ups but we, we talk about our lives we talk about that's our bits. true yeah she says i think the banter and references are great but even as someone who doesn't understand all of them i still <laughs> think it's great uh the podcast is for the people even as someone who can't follow along i still enjoy it <laughs> even yeah. as someone who can't keep up that's that's kind of a theme. Well, she's got to get in pod shape, right? You know, when you start out, it's tough. Absolutely, but we, it's learn it's learn a language. That's what we're, yeah. we're doing here. Yeah, and as, I think people you, people who want to start contributing to that segment about uh, misconnections are, are really going to be next level brazerbacks. That's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're going pro. Yeah, those are pro brazerbacks. Yeah, as you said at one point, people are kind of in the cast iron skillet with us, and I think yeah. that's definitely true. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the best part about this. Yeah. So we've got a great episode today. Would you say, Jesse? I say we have a fantastic episode. Should we start with some highlights? I got a little bit of feedback also um, from a Brazerback that we've been talking about. We're looking at our, our um, statistics for our listeners, but we have some global listeners. Yes. And we, I think we have a bunch of Japanese listeners. Yes. We have a New Zealand listener. Thailand. Thailand and Chile. Chile. And I actually have identified and located our Chilean listener. Uh-huh. Uh, it's my friend from summer camp, nice. Matt Hirsch. Matt Hirsch. We called him Pat Merch. Nice. Because there's a counselor named Pat Merch. Matt Hirsch, Pat Merch. Um, That's a good reference for those who get it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Matt Hirsch gets it. He DM'd me on Twitter that he's, like a, he's a loyal, diehard Brazerback. He's been living in Chile for, I think, over a year now. And actually, he was... He did stand up at camp when he was ten years old. I think it was the first person I ever like met or knew that did stand up comedy. He did stand up for the for the camp. That's impressive. And he did like Stephen Wright type jokes. Um, yeah, and he, he likes the pot a lot. That, and the what, what else did he say? Oh, he, he also commented on like who is Eric Seidel. He's very mystified by Eric Seidel. Um, yeah, shout out to Pat Merch in Chile. Nice being a top Razorback. I love. Chilean sea bass. Me too. I don't know if that's related. It, uh, it's definitely related, Chilean. But I also want to say, if you are listening from interesting places outside of New York, let us know. Reach out to us. 
Yeah, let us know. We're international. We're local. Yeah, Romaine, let us know. Yeah, Romaine, let us know. That's a Please. good one. Um, Jesse Perkins had a good one. He said we're kind of like like farm to table. Yes, we are. Yeah, we so really are. That was a nice compliment. Good for the environment. Yeah, we also have a bunch I saw from the UK now. So I did see that too. Yeah, so we got some Premier League players. A little Chelsea, a little yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, we got so yeah we got we got some UK in our Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal fired their coach. Did they? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't really keep up. With the I'm not. An, I'm not an Arsenal guy. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Tottenham guy. They're the rivals. Tottenham. Tottenham's a team for us, for the Jews. Ah. They're historically a Jewish team. Are they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Now you know. Now I know. Now you're a fan. I am a fan. I got you. One you of my counselors from summer camp uh, played for Manchester City. Oh, wow. Paul Kennedy. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, now they're the biggest deal in the world. Yeah. They weren't back. He back actually, then, they were not as big no, a deal. He got me like, a personalized jersey that has my name on the back. The light blue Man City. Wow. Uh, what's it called? Kit. Yeah, Kit. Uh, got me a Kit. Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington, yep. Ooh. Bang. We're riffing. We're griffing. Fed McGriff. Fed Mc, Fred McGriff. McRib. Mc, McRib's a good one. <laughs> Yummy. Um, Let's go into some highlights. You got any highlights? Yeah, I got a few highlights. One, I mean, just Eric Seidel, ob- obligatory Eric Seidel. Well, let's get into it, Eric. We, What's uh, he holding? Good, good uh, sighting of Eric Seidel during our Turkey Bowl. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. This is the first time we're recording post-Thanksgiving. True. He had a solid performance. Um, on your team? On my team. He was on my team. He, he did get a bit neutralized by my brother, actually. Really? He, uh, my brother, he won uh, the MVP award. Wow. And he shut down Eric. Eric, so he, you know, he couldn't push his ships, you know, all in. <laughs> so we went to the deli after. Eric revealed his top sandwich. It was neither of ours, but I think it was a solid sandwich. Interesting. Roast beef. Um... Bacon. I forgot the cheese. He's gonna. Whoa. He's gonna come at me for the whatever the cheese is. I don't monster. Remember. Not a monster. Not monster. And maybe Swiss. I want to say okay. with like a garlic toasted bun, which is a, a real sounds, game changer. That sounds great. Yeah, I've never heard of a roast beef bacon combo. That sounds really good. It it looks great. I haven't gotten roast beef from a deli since I was a baby girl. I know. And roast. It, it kind of made me think. Roast beef is definitely. You know, you don't hear about it that much. You don't. But it's still doing its thing. It's still out there grinding. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Bill Burr, like like eight years ago, right? When it's like it's gonna it's gonna explode, soon. right? But it's still it's good. On the brink. It's it's on the it's brink. Great. I mean, it's been it never it's fails. Been, it's been doing its thing for for quite some time. Yeah, Eric Eric knows he's ahead of the curve. Good for Seidel. Yeah. So that's that's that. <laughs> Just wanted to say that. On for my highlights, I got two. I don't know if they're highlights, but they're kind of interesting things that okay. I thought would be good to good to roast. Pod fatter. Yeah. Fodder. So number one, I made a. You'd call it a soup, but then it, I, I kind of reduced it. But stew? I was in, you know, we're in the pod kitchen all the time. But I was in the uh, kitchen. Soup kitchen. Yeah, soup kitchen. Um, cooking up. I've been doing this thing where I try to cook for during the week, you know, to to be economically yep. responsible. So I cooked this. It's great. It's all right. Chicken thighs. This, uh, like, grain mix from Trader Joe's. So it's like orzo and couscous. And quinoa and some like corn thing, um, celery, onion, ginger, mm. shallot, mm. Um, ginger. Did I say that? Just say ginger. Uh, Did you cayenne pepper? Make salt, this yourself? Or, like your yeah, own made recipe? it all. Yeah, uh, chicken stock. Home yeah, kind of made it up. Wow. And what I did, so I made I've made it as a soup before, but this time I I reduced it, reduced daily, and to just like a, I guess it's a stew i kind of just let the broth 
fin- finish up. How was it? And it's been tremendous. I still have some. Wow. And it, it does. You know how when you have something and you make like for like four yeah. servings or four Can't meals, get enough of it. You're sick of it by the third or four. I'm on the, I just finished number three. Are you sick of it yet? No. No way. So that's huge. What have you, is it, you just have it in straight up? Do you have it with like something on the side, a little bread? Straight up. Straight up stew? You know, it kind of reminds Stu me. Stew Leonard's. It kind of reminds me of Stew Pickles. <laughs> it reminds you of Stew Pickles? Stew Pickles would like this. Stew Pickles, I haven't watched Rugrats in a long time, but I remember I watched it like a few years ago, and they really write to the adults too. I didn't. I, you don't realize as a kid. I don't think I, I ever think watched Stu Pickles it was like a, as an adult. He was like a depressed dad, and it was hilarious. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I had to rewatch it. I haven't watched it as an adult in a long time. I feel like I've watched the, the Passover episode on Passover. Ah, yeah, that's a good. That's a. It's a classic. Classic. Angelica really kind of. She kind of shows who she is <laughs> right. in that one. She shows her cards like Seidel. Seidel would not be Angelica in that. <laughs> no. no. Eric Seidel versus Angelica, heads up. Who do you got? I mean, I got the inside scoop. You side so, with Seidel? Uh, yeah. I'm side. You're side with Seidel? Yeah. So that was big. The stew? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. You going yeah. re- to remake that stew? That's the thing. What it's would like, you... If I remake it, am I going to... I think I got to keep changing it up. Yeah. You don't want the same stew. No. Stoop kids leave. Pray to leave a stoop. That's a good one. <laughs> Classic reference. So that's number one. Number two, I was taking the Long Island Railroad. L I R. Classic. Classic transportation. For those who don't know the Long Island Railroad, it doesn't have good reputation. People say it's the worst, and it's pretty bad. I'd be interested to know how much of the worst it is. Because right, you say it's the worst because like you experience right. it, and therefore it makes you superior to someone else who experiences some other transportation. Right. But like, NJ, I would say Greyhound is the worst out of all the ones I've taken. NJ Transit is pretty bad also. And LIRR is, I think, worse, worse than NJ Transit. NJ Transit. So NJ Transit, one thing that they have is so, you know, I got, I got large legs. I'm sure a do. Luke Longley guy. And huge calves. Yeah, huge calves. So what I do is my, my legs are kind of too long to just sit. Mm. So I usually like put my legs up and kind of press them mm. to the back of the other seat. Yeah. The Long Island Railroad, the... Um, the backs are hard, so it doesn't. You could kind of like press your knees into them, and it doesn't make a bucky dent. But in NJ Transit, I guess they're soft, so if you do that, you're gonna kind of knee the, the other person in the back. the back. So I don't like that. Ah, oh, see, I, I don't. I got little stumps for legs. I never experienced yeah. that. Yeah. NJ Patrick, Transit Patrick also Stump. had a crash. Remember when they crashed into in the Hoboken Terminal? Oh yeah, that was bad. that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was not great. Long Island Railroads had had some derailments. That was that was bad. I remember I did the Hoboken Comedy Festival the night before. Of the crash? The night before, yeah. Pete Holmes crashing. Yeah, crashing. Damn. Crash Bandicoot. I feel like we've had this line sure before. Have. Whose line is it? Anyway. Yeah. You went to the Hoboken Festival the night before the crash? Uh, yes. Oh, good for you. You, su- you survived. Yeah. Yeah, just you got to plan ahead sometimes. Right. Yeah. Um, but where were we? Oh, Long Island Railroad. Double R. And, yeah, so I was taking the, it was Wednesday afternoon, so the day before Thanksgiving. And oh, it was, boy. It was crazy town. Sure. And it was just interesting to see how close society is to breaking down at all times. Yeah. People didn't even, some people didn't even get let on the train. It was like a, it was like a packed subway. What time couldn't was it? move. So it was one thirty-five. Okay. So NFL prime time. Right. And Chris Berman and Tom Jackson were... Common making what? comments, <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, that's what people can't even do it. Yeah, what? <laughs> so, 
so you could see the, the tension kind of simmering in, in people, mm. kind of like my vegetable broth. <laughs> and there was this one instance where there were these two girls, 23 white girls, you know, not that that, you know, but it add, it adds to the thing. They mm-hmm. were kind of like, excuse, they were kind of like kind of forcing their hand. Wow. Together. Using so, that privilege. Yeah. So one of like, they kind of like had everyone move so one could sit. Really? And it was like, I was like, is this, I couldn't tell if it was like, no one was sitting in this seat, but also no one, it was like a really small seat. Mm. And then I was like, is this, is this like this person just like kind of saying, Oh well, no one's no one's uh, doing this, so I should just take did, advantage of did it make like someone else uncomfortable by sitting there. I can't. I, I I mean, it was really it was tight, and then you kind of had to move situation. Right. It's it's just interesting. I think when there's kind of this tacit agreement on how space is utilized by just the community, like public community, yeah. and then when people kind of supersede that. I find that very interesting. Definitely. Same thing when like people talk. Actually, Lance Weiss talked about this on his Party with Lance podcast. I don't know if you know about that one. It's a new one. I think we talked about it. Or yeah. You talked about it. I, I, talk, I, I talked about it in my, my newsletter. True. Yeah. Uh, great. Listen, listen to the Party with Lance podcast. It's solid. Really good? It's just him? I'm a big fan. Yeah. Not because just his name's Lance? It's, it's good. It's a good podcast? He's, just, right. he's a, a solid guy, and he has good, good insights on things. So this is one thing he talked about when he – the angle he approached it, I think – was when people have loud conversations, like you're in a coffee shop, right? And it's mm-hmm. kind of quiet. And the idea is that everyone's kind of respecting the quiet of, of the coffee shop. Someone sure. comes in with their loud public conversation, sure. disrupts. This, they're like almost like sound gentrifiers. Right. And um, he was just talking about how, you know, th- that's the worst thing. And I, I, agree did, with that I just find it so interesting when people don't understand the dynamic of a communal space and how everyone is using it. And then they come in. And either I think a lot of times it's obliviously being like, "Why well, I'm here so I could do whatever I want with this space." Interesting, it's fascinating. Them lacking awareness, also. It's, it's a lack of awareness. It's I mean, what's worth? I think lacking awareness isn't as bad as being aware and just doing it anyway. True, absolutely. Because you know? some people are like that. Some people just don't know. Which yeah. I'm like, there must be some sort of genetic. Thing. I don't know. Like it's just a, a them first attitude. Yeah, people who like, keep their backpack on on a tight subway car. I had that recently. That's, that that annoys me. It, and also, the, like, similar to the coffee shop thing, if you're on a, a quiet subway car and you're with somebody you know, and they are just talking really loudly, and you can tell that everybody else is either listening or like um, trying to ignore it. I yep. can't like talk in that scenario. And so people do that to you. Yeah, when yeah, you're in the situation, they're talking to, me. talking to you. I can't stand. It makes that. me so uncomfortable. Uh huh. Um, but that's that. It's a kind of personality. It's, it's either they also want the attention of everyone listening in, and they just don't give. They don't care about like uh, disrupting people. Yeah, and it's a, co- a combination depending on the person. Yeah, I think a lot of times it's just not caring. I think I'm too aware of that. Me too. Some t- in like the subway situation where I'm just like, this is not a time to speak. Right. And then if I'm with someone and they're talking, I'm like, please don't speak to me. You say that? No, in my head. Right. But I, like, I just like, I think you could have a conversation in the subway, but you just shouldn't monopolize beyond the space that yeah. you're kind of a lot yeah, within it's not the necessary. subway. Yeah. It's not necessary. And it, it just kind of ruins the kind of unspoken agreement that we all need to survive. Like, everyone needs, in, the city's so crazy. And, and, any, and not just New York City, but yeah. like, you can't dominate space that's allotted no. to the public dominate your space in in your where you live 
If you want to participate in a great conversation on the subway, pop in some headphones and put some praise bits in your ears. That was that was we're coming in hot. That was a great transition. Ready or not, mm, bits. Love that. Love that. Gotta have that. I got a couple highlights. Let's hear a couple em. highlight magazines. Um, start off with on Thanksgiving Day. My uh, well, this is a question also. My uh, I, I call him my cousin. It's my my cousin's son. So my aunt and uncle's son's son. Who's that to me? My cousin? I can't tell you. I'm going to call him my cousin. My cousin Jordan, he's a little over two years old. Um, his father, my cousin also, I guess, uh, had him go around like the Thanksgiving couch and said, uh, like he, he had him point out to everybody on the couch and say, who is that? And let's see if they, he knew people's names. He knew a couple of people's names. He knew his, his, his mom, his dad, his uncle. My sister, he, he called cousin. Like literally just pointed at her and said cousin. Came to me. He knew my name. Jesse. That That's was big. a big highlight for me. That's a huge highlight. Knew, knew my name. He's a big Brazerback apparently. Listens to every single uh, episode. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Jordan. He's two years old. Listening in the crib right now. Or in the bathtub. He, takes, he loves bathtubs. Um, but that made my day, made my Thanksgiving. Um, and also another highlight for me was getting heckled on Saturday night at the Lantern. A uh, lady told me to shave my head. Wow. Yeah, which it was a little, kind of threw me off a little bit. That's but, an interesting yeah, heckle. She was by herself and I think tripping on acid. Okay. And she was, I, I was in the bullet spot and she was heckling the shit out of me. George Mirison. Yeah, the old bullet. Um, but I recovered. I feel like I handled it pretty well. Um, and I have not shaved my head just yet. Yeah. We should try it. I don't, I don't think I can. I'm there. I, I, it's great. You have a good head. You have yeah. a good shaved head. Yeah, thank you. I've got a square block head. And I also, my, my hairline's all, oh, it's, it's not great. I feel like if I shave it, I, can, I can't go back to the curls. Curls are part of me right now. The curls are part of you. Yeah. I'm a curly Q. Yeah. Todd Curly. Bingo. He had a good week last week. Did he? he? Pretty good. The Rams blew out whoever they played. I, I, I read something like that. Yeah. I haven't been. Keeping up with the Kardashians? No. I, I, I'm on and off with, with the NFL. That's pretty much the highlights for me. My cousin, remember, remember my name, was humongous for me. Um, yeah. Should we move and groove into our top nine? Let's move. Or groove. before we do that, are we doing another uh, ad for Pat? Because I got some, some, some copy. Tap, tap, tap. Who's that? Pat, pat, pat. Pat, pat, pat. I got some copy. How about that? Pat? Pat. <laughs> should, we get, should we get into that? Let's pat? get into that. <laughs> Stat. Let's get into that real quick. That wasn't on tap. So, for those of you guys who listened to last week, um, we have our first legitimate sponsor. All of the other sponsors are legitimate, but this is one of our... He's a, he's a Brazerback, so this is an organic sponsor. Um, let's get into it. Pat from The Lantern. Do you hate the weekends and live for Mondays? Then you're going to love Pat's Monday night shift to The Lantern in the West Village of NYC. Pat Summerall, Ratatat Pat, Big Mac Pat. Pat loves Big Macs for breakfast. He told me that. You could take that to the Pat. Monday nights at The Lantern, $5 frozen margs, $5 burgs. Come for Pat, stay for the Pat in the back. Great. I mean, we both experienced this this week. 
Yeah, Pat's Monday shift for the lantern, and I had a great time. I had a fantastic time. I I actually I ate a steak sal. Sure did steak sal, Pal Antonio. Yeah. Do you want to get into that value meal on on steak Sally ride? <laughs> Sally May. Sally May. Yeah. Do you want to get into that? We can. But so steak salad, that's a good pairing. Ooh, it is but a good pairing. Talk I think we should transition into Sure. into pairings. Let's get into pairings. So our top 9 this week it's a good one. I personally think Cities was great. I think that was a solid but our, our wheelhouse is definitely definitely food. food. Yeah. It's kind of roasted on the spit. It really is. So we can't go... I, I don't think we could go back-to-back weeks without food. I, I like that. I think that's a good rule of... Uh, good policy? Pot yeah. policy? Yeah, rule of thumb. So We're doing top nine food combinations. Combo top, meals. Top combos. Nine, top nine food combinations. Combos, not like the snack. I've never really been a fan. No? I haven't had them in a long time, but I kind of like it. The salty, salty pretzel with a stuff of cheese. So they're they're good. I, they're while you're eating them, they get less good, which sure. I dislike. In any, it's the cotton candy effect, right? Which I dislike. In a food, a food should improve over time. That's a great idea. Kind of like your stew, yeah, Leonard. I'm sure the the, the flavors got heightened over time. Yeah. All right, so we got top nine food pairings. I'll go. Please I'm do. Gonna, I'm going to lead off here. Get on base. So. This one, number nine. Disagree with that. No, I'm just kidding. No real particular (laughs) order. Um, But I say this first one, number nine, because of a bit of a recency bias. So last Wednesday, before I went on this Long Island Railroad train, one of my favorite New York City rituals that I've I've just happened to do over the years is Penn Station is next to Koreatown. Sure. Excuse to eat great food mm-hmm. before I take a train, which is not as enjoyable. Sure. So there's a place I've really been liking. Uh, it's called BBQ Olive Chicken. It's a really popular... Olive chicken? Olive. Okay. Uh, like I, think, I, like it, I love? Olive, but I love. Got yeah. It. And it's a very popular chain in Korea, hmm. I believe. Um, and it's in, in K-Town. And I, I walked by... In the East Village, like Third Avenue and like Twelfth or Thirteenth, it looks like there's gonna be one opening there too. Really, it's like coming soon. Same signage. I'd say no, it's good. Yeah, and yeah, so it's a great place. So it's um, they have a downstairs that's dining, but upstairs it's like kind of a like almost like a grab, and you could sit at the table or you could you could go. Ooh, this is good. And it's like heated, so everything's everything's hot. You know, hot and it's cooking hot. Sure. And they have all these different types of chicken and a bunch of other stuff, too. Um, but, you know, the chicken is, is what you go for. And they have very spicy chicken. So I got this one, like gochujang, which is, you know, like Korean spice mm-hmm. paste. Um, and I had it. It was like the hottest one you could get, which is pretty hot. I've had it Ballsy. before. But, I yeah, I just I just, you know, I felt like I needed it. Mm-hmm. And I got with it. I knew it's it's really hot, and if you're eating it there, then you kind of need something else. So otherwise, you're gonna, you know, go a little bit uh, crazy town, right? Butterfly, and too hot, too hot in the kitchen. Yeah. So I got with it. I got these pickled radishes, Ooh. and it was a great pairing because nice. I had the I had the chicken. I ate it all. I was I was sweating it up. And what kind of chicken is it? On the bone, off the bone. So this what you could get wings like on the bone, but this one was off the bone. Nice. Yeah. So it's like not like popcorn chicken, but I guess kind of okay. you know similar in like this bucket. It's Ooh, yeah, bucket I would of chicken. Yeah, love yeah. that. It's pickled radishes. 
Yeah. So pickled radishes, it really hit the spice. Cut the nice. heat. Yeah. Ooh, spice nice. Yeah. It wasn't. It was no Dion waiters. Didn't cut cut the heat. Didn't get stoned on the flight. Yeah. Uh, how did you find this place? Were you, were you just walking in K Town trying to find a, a place? Well, actually, it was recommended. It was like you know how you get into like a comedy club. It was recommended. Right. You got yeah. a wreck. Um, my sister's boyfriend. Nice. Recommended it. Good wreck. Which I guess we should. He'll be. He'll. I feel like he'll end up becoming a character on the pod. Okay. Yeah. We'll call him Drew Bledsoe. Wow. Yeah. Boston. He's a Boston guy? Yeah. Got it. Long time Boston, so Drew Bledsoe. Got it. That makes sense. And he's, he's starting in front of uh, the GOAT, Tom Brady. Got we got, we got a, he, he was the, the starter before Tom Brady. He was. He, Mo Lewis. Mo Lewis knocked hit, him out. Knocked out yeah. Drew Bledsoe. And so, so Drew Bledsoe, my sister's boyfriend, just got to watch out for Mo Lewis. Right. I'm a big yeah. Mo Lewis guy. Yeah. So watch out he was, for me. He was great. I love Mo Lewis. Him and yeah. Marvin Jones. Linebacking crew. I don't Jets. remember. I don't remember too many of those guys. Yeah, I was a Giants fan. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, I still remember Mo Lewis. Remember Mo Lewis. Strong. Remember John Hall. He was huge. John Hall was great. Yeah, kicker. Obviously, Vinny Testaverde, Ray Lucas. Yep. Aaron Glenn. Remember him? Aaron Glenn. I remember him. Wayne Corbett. Wayne Sherbert. Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn was huge. Anthony Becht. Anthony Becht. Yep. Remember that guy? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good times. Great times. Okay. So, number eight, I got avocado and toast. This is strong. so you know avocado toast gets a gets, gets a lot of done. gets a lot of you know gets a lot of shade yeah thrown at it and perhaps it's it's I can't tell if it's Kenny warranted but it might be um, avocado avocado toast definitely it's it's uh, you know I guess the signature food of of the Brasics sure but it's also Great. I mean, it's a great combo because the bread is a solid base for the avocado. Yeah. You put some, like, red pepper, You can, so, salt. can do so much. There's a lot. You put an egg on it. Yeah. And it it just is a, a great, you know, avocado needs, it needs a friend. And what better friend is there than bread? I think it gets, it gets its, you know, its shade because a few things. Number one, there's that, I remember if you remember that. I don't know if it was an article or whatever. It turned into like almost a meme that millennials weren't buying houses because they were spending too much money on avocado toast. I didn't see that. It was like a whole thing that, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. And I think that's partly because millennials, I think, are more obsessed with consuming. Uh, and like avocado toast is a classic Instagram thing, right? Yep. So kind of yep. the representation of like what uh, ideal lifestyle is rather right. than like actually committing to a sustainable lifestyle right. and avocado toast for whatever reason became just the symbol of that. It looks good in pictures. It's like bright colors and it's yeah. quite scrumptious. And a lot of times it's a little, the price is a little jacked up. Avocados are steep. It's a little, it's a little jacked up. Sean Salisbury. Yeah. And steroids. Yeah. Balco. And remember, uh, replacements. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say remember the Titans, but there's replacements. Oh, Shane, replacements. Shane Falco. I didn't even know what you said. And I said, Balco, that's the steroid company that, like was at the center of like right. giving everyone steroids. Roger Clemens. Yeah, I just did that thing. I didn't even I didn't know that you said replacements, but I just assumed it was good. And I was like, for the for the flow, that's, that's the chemistry. Yeah, just yes and it. That's yeah. improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the flow ride, I just had to go with it. Had just to. go with it. Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston. Anyway, um, so avocado toast. So the price is is jacked up, and I think what. This is I was I was thinking about this, you know, the mm-hmm. basic bitch thing. I think I'm gonna do a bit about it too. Um people it's easy, it's an easy thing to hate on. And I think it's like avocado toast, 
and like the thing that the Brasics like, like like yoga, and uh, I don't know, Soul Cycle, Soul Cycle, like skincare. Like these are all really wonderful things. Yeah, and everyone should be doing. Them. I mean, I've been right. doing hot yoga, and it's the best. It's like one of the best things I've done. Period. Yeah, and it's self care. It's self care, and it's. Um, I think that I think maybe the criticism comes, or maybe the warranted, the Kenny warranted criticism comes when. Um, like you're doing that just because it's like something that other people are doing and gives you some sort of strange aspirational status as opposed to like actually wanting to do it or like it coming from like a place of, of self rather than a place of like, this is what other people are doing. So I need to be doing it. Right. Will you go to a restaurant to order avocado toast? I know I have before. I think once actually not too far from here, Dudley's. I got avocado toast okay. once, and it was good, but it was like, I think it was like $12. Yeah, and, it's crazy. Yeah. But uh, I, I still I'll make it, it here sometimes, yeah. and my wife makes it, and it's delicious. It's great. Yeah. I, uh, it's a great I, thing I'll to make. make. It. It's a great thing to make, easy yeah. to make, but I also, I've, I've, I get it at, uh, you ever been to Honey Brains? No. It's like a health food you know, chain. It's, you know, it's, really it's funny. I don't think I, 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 now I know what it is. It's on like Lafayette, right? Yeah. I, re- I heard, so <laughs> someone mentioned this earlier today. You know, the thing when someone talks about something and you're yeah. like, I've never heard of that, and then someone else talks about it. Yeah. That's a wild phenomenon. Yeah, it's wild. It's got a. Uh, Where the wild things are. Bingo. Spike Jones. They have a really good avocado toast. On sourdough, they put like a, a hot chili oil on it. Ooh, chili it's, oil. It's, like, it's pretty expensive, but it's really good. The chili oil. Put sea salt on it. It's sea really, salt is huge for yeah. avocado toast. Sea Wait. salt, because sea salt is what a, what a great salt, but you can't do it for everything. Can't do it for everything. Because it's. Uh, it kind of takes up a lot of space. It's kind of talk like what we were talking about with uh, loud phone conversation. Sea salt? Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't do well in certain environments. This is true. It's, it, it's high maintenance. True. But there are people that put salt on everything. I have a family member who brings salt to like, – brings their own salt to restaurants so they can salt things. Jack Salt. Who's that? He was a player on uh, UVA basketball who – I only know this because my brother's bracket name was Jack Salt Bay, which ah, I thought was good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Salt Bay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, big Salt Bay guy. I like Salt Bay. I don't really know much about him. Follow him on Instagram. You follow him on Instagram? Flick, flick he's salt. still doing it? Oh, yeah. He's keeping yeah, he, it up. He's, he's got a whole brand. He's got opening restaurants where he makes appearances. He's There's a, one in New York. Celebrity, yeah. I kind of want to go, but... I heard it's kind of a ripoff. I'm sure it's got to be a ripoff. Yeah. All right, moving on. Cal rip, ripoff. Cal Ripkinoff Jr. Bingo. So... Spaghetti and meatballs. Mm, mm, mm. Very glad he did that. <laughs> I love meatballs spaghetti. I think that's going to be a vocal laugh for some people <laughs> in the pod. It was unexpected. <laughs> I didn't see it. You just gunned that out of left field. I did. Yeah. I, I, called, I got him out at home. You got him out at home. Yeah. Derek Jeter kind of hand flip. Right. The Giambi. Yeah. Anyway, it's just, you know, meatballs are great no matter what. You don't, the thing about, they don't. This is. Uh, I think it what makes it such a great relationship. And I've heard this about relationships in general. It's like when the person is okay on their own, mm. but the the thing they're in a relationship with, or the person they're in a relationship with, or in this makes case, them the food, better. just makes them better. Heightens everything. Yeah. They don't. Meatballs is fine by itself. It's yeah. fine being single. Yeah. Be fine the, on the, the apps. There's meatball. It'll shop. match with anyone. Right. Spaghetti, same thing. You know. Yeah. You could spaghetti could be fine in a one bedroom apartment. Right. No problem. Sure. Throw them together. In a, in, throw them together in a one-bedroom. That's going to get sloppy. I it's, love it's meatballs. It's going to get sloppy spaghetti. in the perfect 
perfect way. Yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, place to have meatball spaghetti? Because I feel like homemade meatball homemade. spaghetti is the best. Yeah, my mom is, makes great spaghetti meatballs. Me I feel too. like I do a not terrible job I sure. like when I make them. I haven't done it in a while. But um, my mom's homemade. meatballs are fantastic. You know what? Who does a good spaghetti and meatballs? Uh, shout out! It's a solid New York City restaurant, Salugi's. There's Salugi's. One, there's one in Tribeca, and there's one right here on the Lower East Side. And just like I don't know, everywhere you go in New York City is like a trendy ripoff. Yeah. And this is like the only place I feel like in Manhattan, particularly downtown Manhattan, where everything is like you know you have to it's Instagram first, right? Who's second? It's it's like. Uh, it's not that. And they have a solid spaghetti Salugis. Yeah. You ever been to Meatball Shop? I've been to Meatball Shop. I think it's pretty solid. It's solid, but it's a whole it's thing. A, it's, a, it's a whole thing. You gotta thing. like check off stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm like, this is Chekhov's gun. You right. know, later on, I don't right. know about it's a little, it. Little, yeah, I get yeah. it. Pretentious. It's not, I just like, I just, I don't know. It feels like, it feels like I'm in school. <laughs> I like, like I, I just came I, here to eat. I sometimes man. like checking things off. Like, there's a place, uh, like a seafood restaurant that I, I go to in the summertime where you check off things. It's, 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 it's cool. Well, Certain, yeah, right. I don't know. It just it just feels like they're gonna grade my order. Right, I don't like that. Yeah, maybe you're not ordering the right meatballs. And I am though. They don't need to tell me if I am or not. And if they are, just tell me with like a witty comment. <laughs> True. Anyway, all right. So next we got red beans and rice. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Red beans and rice is on your top nine combo. Yeah. Have I don't think I think you're not thinking of real red beans no. and rice. I'll let you finish. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you like, finish. So, like, <laughs> I think it's like kidney beans, I guess, and like andouille sausage with just like all the stuff, and then you put it on the rice. It is amazing. Wait, I had so, red beans and rice in New Orleans. It's so, like a southern thing, but there's sausage in it. It can, be, yeah. So red beans. It's like a I don't know gumbo jambalaya. Okay. One of those. All right. Okay. Yeah. I thought Not just like beans and rice. Ju- okay. No. No, it's a whole. This is the beans and rice is like the the base. That's what. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you make this whole thing. It's Got it's it. like the best thing in the world. Got it. I've only had it like two times in my life, but wow. Yeah, I'm just not a big rice fan. I guess overall, You're not a big rice fan. Not a big rice. I like chicken fried rice. I could do with chicken and rice, but overall, I I could do without rice. You just wiped out like half the potential food options in the world. Did I? Yeah, cherry rice. This is. Rice and dice. This is red beans and rice. Yeah. You could have done any other kind of red beans. So I will tell kidney you, beans. I, I will tell you if Liver there will beans. be there will be certain brazerbacks who will destroy you on this one. Come from just my neck, just because I don't think you know what I'm talking about. I, 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 and I, I barely even know because I've only I, had it. I've had it. I just had this. I don't even remember the restaurant in New Orleans, but it was like it was like one of the best things I've ever had. It was red beans and rice. It was like the thing you're supposed to get, and. I could it see it with so some good. sausage, with some, some like gumbo. That sounds great. But if it's just red beans and rice, Glen Rice, throw it, throw it in the garbage. For it's me. good. So this is actually this is because I was between red beans and rice, and my honorable mention that didn't make it was beef and broccoli. Beef and broccoli. Beef and broccoli is solid, but like this is transformative. This is Michael Bay. We're talking about Shia LaBeouf. Okay, it's like, yeah, red, sausage beans. The red like beans all this, and like, rice stuff. I thought you were moving on to something else. You're still talking about the red beans and rice is being just, transformed. It's making me hungry. Oh my I god! I just want to take a flight to New Orleans right now. That's that's ridiculous. Anyway, red moving red on. beans. Beans are dead. Red. Redemption beans. Oh my god! Anyway, red pe- beans, pe- peanut butter, and blueberries. <laughs> You're fucking with me. This, these aren't real. <laughs> these aren't real. 
You went from red beans and rice to peanut butter and bloobs? <laughs> You're messing with me. No, I'm dead serious. I've, never, right, so. I've never had blueberries and peanut butter combo. Well, that's where you're missing out. So, I've been having this for breakfast for like the past month, almost every morning. Not just blueberries and peanut butter. Blueberry, I put like banana, I chop, chop bananas, put some blueberries and peanut butter. I love banana. Like mix it all up um, with some cinnamon, with some sea salt, sometimes granola, and then chia seeds. That's that's good. Yeah, that's real good. Which and but kind of I think what really makes it is the combination of the peanut butter. And the blueberries, because peanut butter is like you know, it's it's a lot. It's real thick. Yeah, it uh, you can't like have it by your, itself. Otherwise, I no. mean, your mouth's just like stuck. <laughs> and the thing that the the thing that kind of cuts it is the blueberries. Interesting. Like you couldn't have that bowl without the blueberries. And then you could like peanut butter and banana is the thing I think that gets like the it's like the classic Paul Revered combo. Sure. But the blueberries, I think, are, are kind of they're getting the short end of the stick. But could, would you just have blueberries and? I would butter? if I was in a pinch. I would have it. <laughs> a blueberry pinch. Yeah, because it's interesting. Your combinations are like they're combinations with other things, like blueberry and peanut butter is good. But you're saying like, but then you add the banana and the chia seeds and the sea salt, which is I'm just saying they're like the best pairing within the gotcha within the, the team. Gotcha. They're like passing to each other a lot. Okay. They're like setting pick and rolls. I don't think the red beans are throwing anything to the, to the rice. I think they're playing ISO <laughs> they ball. Are. You're getting, you're gonna get, you're gonna get smoked salmon <laughs> come, on Come that for one. me. Uh, all right. So next, all right. This one, this one's normal. But I think the one after that, you're gonna. Okay. Uh, so we got chips and guac. Classic. I mean, just a classic. Classic. It's kind of like like how Paris and Rome are classic cities. Right. Chips and guac is just a classic pairing. I mean, guac again, kind of like avocado toast. You need a a solid base. Sure. You need an ace of base that's gonna. It's worthy of the of the guac, but isn't going to overshadow it. It's not going to try to take too much of the credit. Do you like a fancy guac, like a spicy, like a pineapple habanero guac? Fancy guac. I mean, all guacs are kind of fancy, right? Guac I guess is if fancy you get it itself, like, like, at, like the supermarket in like the thing, like the store-bought guac. I'm right. not into store-bought, store, store-bought guac. Are there's you, something fishy about it. Or like a table-side made guac at a restaurant. I think that's such a ripoff. Yeah, that is a ripoff, but it's, it could be good. I don't get it. It could be. Yeah, it's good, but it's just as good as non-table side made guac. It's, it's a basic. Well, it's a basic thing. It's one of those basic people want to see it made. They I think it's from like the 1970s when like people didn't know about guacamole <laughs> in America, and they're like, "This is something you have to make in front of you," and it's like fresh ingredients. It right. seems like the illusion of the avocados being, you know, right. Um, but what are you? What are you doing? I couldn't tell you. It could, it, I think it, it could be delicious. A habanero pineapple. You know, yeah. Guac. But all guac is kind of, I think it's a baseline level of fanciness. Oh, yeah. Habanero is good. The spicy guac. I can, yeah. I, can, I can mess with some guac. Guac You, you ever make your own guac? You ever guac the walk? Guac. Or talk the guac? I guac, guac the guac. But guac? <laughs> nice. This is starting to get off the guac. Yeah. Uh, so that's that one. Okay. Then we got apples and brie cheese. Mm-hmm. All right, so you like this. Strong. I thought you were going to oh, think it was that. crazy. No, I love that. Apples are specific. Brie is specific. They're like two people who like, you're like, there's someone for you out there. Yeah. And for apples, it happens to be brie. For I'm brie, a big fan of apples, that. But apples isn't going to go together with a lot of things. Brie isn't going to go together with sure. a lot of things. So they're... 
Add that on a uh, turkey sandwich. Have you ever had that? Oh, yeah. Turkey apple brie. Yeah. Larson. Really good. There's a place, Financier. Okay. There's a bunch of them in the Financier district. district. And that's the go-to sandwich. It's like, yeah, turkey apple brie. It's a little it's a little expensive. Yeah. A little cloche. A little bougie. But, Is that, yeah. is that French? Cloche? What's French? Cloche? I was just speaking English. I don't what's, know what you're talking what's about. What's cloche? I don't know what clocher is. I know clocher, but I don't what's, know. What's clo- that? Clocher. What's clocher mean? Clocher? Clocher. Who's, who's clocher? <laughs> Man, we're cooking. These, we're cooking in different labels today. These red beans are really messing with me. I know. So apple and brie. That financier place is good though, but it's like I don't want to spend twelve dollars on a sandwich. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good combo. I don't know if it's twelve dollars, but it's probably twelve dollars. Second, we got prosciutto and melon. Stop. I had that one. God damn it. That's why I went first. Strong. Yeah. We're talking cantaloupe, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, really good. The, uh, you ever play backyard sports? No, I don't think so. Uh, you're missing out. Some, some good references. What system is that on? Like system of a down? Oh, I don't think so. System of a down? No. <laughs> prosciutto and melon's bomb. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't even think it needs to be talk, talked about. I'll talk about it on my list, I okay. guess. And then number God one, I got steak frites. Because I think it does this thing that no other pairing pulls off where uh, the steak obviously elevates the fries sure. a little bit. But the fries make the steak a little bit more, it like kind of gets it out of its elitist bubble. Mm, you brings know, it down it, to its level. Yeah, it kind of you know lets it interact with the people. Sure, and I think there it's kind of like a Jack Dawson and uh, whoever the other person in the Titanic was, Brie Larson. <laughs> Brie Larson, yeah, Jack Dawson, Titanic, right? Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get killed for this one. Land basted. Yeah, we're gonna get basted. Ace of basted on this one. But I get what you mean. They're, they're different. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Good pull. I don't remember the name. Me neither. Fort Minor. <laughs> Love Fort Minor. But they're, they're they're different different classes, the frites and the steak. Yeah. And they come they, the they come together. Yeah. Great combo. Yeah. So and it just kind of makes like when I thought about it, I was like, that's that's what I want right now. Steak frites? I almost never not want steak frites. And you gotta get the thin fries. Sure. Shoestring, is that what they're called? Yep. The shoestring are like really thin. Mm-hmm. But like the ones that are like Thin. Little crispies? Yeah, crispy. Like the what, what are the ones that you had on your steak salad last night? Those aren't fries. Those are little crispies? Little, oh, yeah, not those. Yeah. Those little... Those, I mean, those are good for the salad. Right. But that's not what we're talking about What's here. good for the salad? It's good for the gipper. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good top nine. Except for the fucking kidney beans. Um, I, I, I think that's going to come back to be... Is that a joke? I'm calling that. Is that, is that a joke bit? You're gonna, okay. You're going to come back to that one. But other than that, it's a strong list. We only had one... One one in, one in common is the uh, prosciutto and melon. The what melon? One melon. The what? What and melon? The watermelon. Whataburger? Whataburger. All right, let's get into my top nine. Um, number nine, bacon and eggs. Okay. Classic bacon and eggs. You can put it on a sandwich, put it on, just have it for, on a plate. Um, so I'm going to say I think bacon and eggs are a bit overrated. Really? Yeah, I feel like we, you kind of said that last time when we talked about bacon, egg, and bacon cheese. Bacon and cheese, right? Yeah, again, it's 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 just been doing its thing for a while, but it just expects that people are going to come to it. The smell, it's a, though, it's a tourist trap. Bacon and eggs, yeah. How's it a tourist trap in your own kitchen? 
everyone knows about it. They're just gonna they're just gonna kind of reflexively have bacon and eggs. Meanwhile, there's all these other things out there. But if it wasn't good, if you just go a block the other way, this is great. You know, blueberry and peanut butter. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're on another level. If bacon eggs is not if bacon eggs is overrated, it would have been it would have been phased out. People would have stopped eating it. I think. The smell of it in the morning. The smell is good, but yeah. you know you don't want something where the smell is better than the actual product. I think good bacon and eggs is good, but there's a lot of bad versions of bacon and eggs. True, bacon that's like, like too else. crispy. I like eggs I like that it. are just like. Are you a soft bacon guy? Don't tell I, me. I, I could. Oh be. my <laughs> god, you're a soft bacon man. Too crispy. You said before that too crispy. Is that a thing? Too crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Cocoa crisp? I don't think there's a thing there's such a thing as too crisp. It's burnt. But too crispy? Yeah, when it's like crispy in the sky of diamonds, I can't handle it. Jesus. Well, this is why we're, we're Yang Gang. Yin and Yang Gang. Mm. All right. Too crispy. Yang Gang's getting closer. I order everything uh, like well done. I, when I order bacon, I order well done. I order frites, I order well done. Dan, well done. RIP. True. All right, let's keep it grooving. Um, ice cream and French fries. Interesting. Uh, I feel like I was first introduced to this combination in high school or probably in middle school. Big uh, fad was we would hang out in the Wendy's parking lot because we had nothing else to do. It's classic. We were, uh, in we were Starbucks lots. parking lot. Nice. Well, we get to do a whole this big. Oh, yeah. But continue. Hanging out in parking lots. Yeah. Shooting the, shooting the shit. But we would get the, the frosty with the French fries. And it was like the, the mix of the salt and the sweet, hot and cold. Um, yes and no. Yes and no. In and out. Yin and yang. I think that's a great combination. You pro? Anti? I don't think I've ever had it. Really? Do you have, so you have like, you just like put the fries, you like dip the dip, fries dip, in the ice cream? Dip the fries in the, in the ice cream. It doesn't sound like it's for me. Do you like ice cream? Yeah, it's fine. Do you like fries? I love fries. You're going to love this. Okay. It's a good combo. It's, it, it's also kind of... I feel uh, like I might have aged out of it. It's possible. It's kind of a stoner thing, also. No, yeah. You're not a big stony guy. Matt, Matt the Toad Stony, Nematode. You know Matt, who that is? The hot dog man. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know why I doubt. I apologize that I doubted who you know that is. <laughs> of course, of course. I, I I watch that every year. Same. Chugging those dogs down. Um, we're gonna keep it grooving. Pineapple and coconut. I am a big pineapple and coconut. First thing that I think of is pina coladas. That's my favorite, like, beach drink, like, poolside drink. With the chicken color sandwich? Yes. I mean, that would, I've never had that. That would be so, such a, that's like my, that would be my last meal after I murder somebody. Uh, pina colada and a chicken color sandwich. Yeah, on the beach. And then just walk into the ocean. That would be a great way to die. Um, Frank? Frank die? Ocean. Frank Ocean. He needs to re- do some new music. Frankie Osh. But yeah, pineapple coconut. I'm a big pineapple guy and coconut guy. I like coconut juice. I also like pineapple juice with coconut juice That's in solid. it. Yeah. I, I've come around on coconut. In my earlier days, I was not a coconut fan. Mm. I don't think I particularly like the texture of shaped coconut. Okay. Because it, it seemed like it was like cheese, and then it wasn't. And I was like, why aren't you cheese? <laughs> and But now I've really come around to coconut. Big I'll, coconut fan. I like coconut. My wife sometimes has these coconut wraps, which are so good. Wraps? Like a, like a wrap. Really? Yeah. What does she put inside the wraps? You know, like make tacos or like do anything. You do anything with I'm them. I'm going to have to take a look at Fajitas. these wraps. 
Okay. I don't think we have any right now, but they're delicious. Never, I mean, anything with coconut. Like, I, I've been getting, like, been getting smoothies with mm-hmm. po- coconut in it. Because it could be light. like It could be like a background uh, flavor. Or it could be the main event. Yeah, which I love. Yeah, it knows its role on whatever team it's exactly. on. Exactly. Which you got to respect. It's like a character actor. It's, it's got the chops. It could, be, it could be a little background or it could be the number one guy. Exactly. Love coconut. Let's go nuts for coconuts. Bill Hader. Exactly. Barry. Obama. Um, grilled cheese and tomato soup. It's a classic. Uh, I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, just the worst. What? It's oh, imagine, what? Imagine coming from Mr. Kidney Beans and Rice. You're going to come after my grilled cheese and tomato imagine soup. Something as amazing as a grilled cheese. Perfect. That is the classic abusive relationship. Oh my god! It's some grilled cheese is so perfect. Yes. You can't. There's no way to make it better. And then tomato soup comes in as if it's. Equal to oh, grilled cheese doesn't need to you be put equal. it in there, and not only does the grilled cheese flavor get neutralized, it it is significantly worse. It's like your friend who gets a girlfriend, <laughs> and you don't want to hang out with them anymore. I, I know know about that. I I feel like I don't have this that often. It reminds me of summer camp. We would it's have terrible. it a lot for lunch. It's terrible. Jeez. Tomato soup is just. What, listen, I've only had not, it with grilled cheese. I won't have tomato soup on itself. That's because it's not good enough to have by itself. It needs the grilled do you cheese. Like, do you like cheese and do you like Parmesan? It's like cheese and Parmesan sauce. cheese? No, Parmesan, like a chicken Parmesan. Of course. Who doesn't like that's chicken? A, that's a cheese and sauce combo. Yeah, but it's not tomatoes. Tomato soup is a weak item. Tomato soup is not marinara sauce. It's a huge difference. On a rainy day. If you're talking day, about grilled cheese and marinara sauce, we're talking, this is a different ballgame. I kind of, they're kind of similar in my mind tomato soup and marinara. Tomato soup is a little bit uh, thinner. But a good tomato soup reminds me of marinara. No, not even close. Not even close. But the only thing they got from tomatoes. The only thing they've got is tomato. <laughs> That's all they're made. They're coming from different. It's well, like it's called um, tomato soup. It's like you know those uh, studies when it's like you have identical twins and they're like separated at birth and they're raised. Yeah. Is then they're completely different. They turn out totally different. Interesting. Listen, they say they have the same DNA, but one you want to hang out with all the time, marinara sauce. And one, you're like, well, this could have been good, but somewhere along the way, it got messed up. On a rainy, cold day. I'm going to stand pat Monday night shift on this. Okay, that's strong. Uh, I'm a little hurt by it, but... Johnny Cash. I'll take grilled cheese and tomato soup over kidney beans any day. Red beans and rice? Yes. It's amazing. All right, let's move off. Move on and move off to pastrami and pickle. I feel like that's a good combo. Good combo. I feel like pickle. I was trying to think of a combo with other with pickle with something else. You had the, the pickled radishes and chicken from Koreatown. I think pastrami pickle is pretty classic. Uh, get it at a, a, a Jewish deli, a kosher deli. Pickles on the table, pastrami. Go over bite for bite. It's, it bounces out the different prof, uh, taste profiles. Um, yeah, pretty pretty straight up. Speaks for itself. Yeah, it's good. I thought about doing pastrami and pickle. But then I already had the pickled radishes. Right. So I was like, I can't. Double up on the pickle. I can't, yeah. Put yourself in a pickle. Next up for me was the prosciutto and melon. I think it's it's a combination of also the sweet and salty. I had it the first time, actually, I think, in, in Italy. Um, and it blew me away. It's one of those things. It's very Italian. And yeah. it hasn't made it over here as much. Not really. I don't know why. It's so good. Prosciutto in general, I feel like, is considered more Italian-Italian than Italian-American. Right. It's interesting. It's interesting. The kind of difference because Italian American food is obviously Italian, but it's yeah. it's not it's not Italian Italian food, right? 
And it's interesting to see the evolution of the cuisine. It's and I think it's worse off without prosciutto and melon. I agree. Prosciutto, as they say. Prosciutto. Prosciutto de Parma. Prosciutto is on fire. Prosciutto. Prosciutto. Prosciutto is on fire. Have you ever seen like the the actual leg of the pig where the prosciutto is like cut from? Yeah. I I I watched like a, a thing on Bon Appetit's YouTube channel of like someone how they thinly slice it. It's like a huge process. But I remember going. I was with my dad, Joel Embiid, Joel ben Simmons. The process, huge process. Got to fall in love with the process. Yeah, big fan of the process. But he, I remember him seeing like the pig leg, and that totally like ruined prosciutto for him for a while because he didn't like the process. Who, your dad? My you, dad. Interesting. Um, That's the thing with eating meat. I mean, the you have behind the scenes. You, you have to, but you have to, especially now, and kind of you know, people are more conscious about eating meat, which I think is great. I love meat. I think you have to be okay with what is happening. Sure. And sometimes it's not great. So sometimes I kind of like, yeah, watch this stuff, and I'm like, should I not eat meat? I question that, and then, but then you have it. Do you want to see how? The and then you kind made. of talk about, and then you kind of like talk about how just kind of the natural way of of how kind of life the food chain nature is. It's like, Congre- and that's what I, I say to myself. It's like Congress passing a bill. It's like, do you want to see how the sausage is made? Yeah. With I, red beans and rice. No, I don't want to see that. Let's keep it grooving. This next one, this is an old staple for me. Popcorn and M&Ms. Okay. I like going to the movie theater. I haven't done this in a while. Getting a bag of popcorn and a bag of M&Ms, throwing the M&Ms into the popcorn. Uh, they mix them all around. Some get to the bottom. The M and M's get a little melty. Mix of sweet and salty. I'm That's a big a nice fan move. of sweet and salt. That's a nice move. You know, what I used to do going to the movie theater. What? We go to Walbaums. Ooh. You know Walbaums? Yeah. And get cookie dough mm. and just eat it. At Walbaums or at the theater? At the theater. There's a Walbaums next to the theater. Wow, that's a that's a strong move. Yeah. Bringing your own dough. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say bring cookie dough and you brought an oven to the <laughs> the theater. You you bake cookies for the entire. I should have done that. That would be nice. I wasn't that good of a chef. I wasn't swinging as good bits. Now I feel like I could probably cook it up. Yeah. I was never a big cookie dough guy, like raw cookie dough. I was, and now I, I can't imagine ever eating it again. So rich. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my last one, my number one. Mitch Richmond. I, no, I actually have two more. Sorry. Um, steak and cream spinach. That's a good one. That's a, great. Solid. That's like the opposite of the tomato soup and grilled cheese. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore that comment. But steak and cream spinach to me reminds me of like a steakhouse. Um, like you get a really good steak and like a, I feel like a good steakhouse is, has also a good cream spinach. It's like it's light, but it's also it, it also like somehow feels healthy, even though it's like it's not cream spinach is not healthy at all. Peter Luger's. Yeah. Or my favorite is, is Keen's Steakhouse. They have a great cream spinach. I've never been to Keen's, but I hear it's good. It's really good. I got to go. I just haven't. I haven't been to these steakhouses just because you need an occasion to go. Right. And no one, you know, I have nothing. Do a little day night with the wife. Yeah. But there's so many goods. Like, we go to, I don't Things know. that aren't expen- as expensive? No. I mean, every now and then we'll we'll ratchet it up. But, like, we did, uh, what have we done? Like, we went to, um, it was like, tasting menu, you know, uh, Hearth? Hearth? Yeah. In East Village. Like we mm-hmm. did a tasting menu there. Nice. Unbelievable. That's fun. Um, we went to, actually, la- this past year, we went to Dirt Candy. Lower East Side. It's like this Ooh. vegetarian, but it's like really fancy, mm. and it was unbelievable. Um, Mission Chinese, Mission Chinese, you know, good. 
Uh, you're trying different things. Steakhouse, you know what you're gonna get. Yeah, you know what you're gonna. It's yeah. It's kind yeah. of like we're in New York City. There's so many right. different. We've been to Peter Luger, but I think that's the only like classic steakhouse that I feel like we've. I'd been. say Keen's is a must for a nice steak dinner. Yeah, they also have great hash browns. It's like this, like a circular hash brown. It's really good. That sounds amazing. And what else do they have? That's really good. Um, you know what I would kind of would like a hash brown and grilled cheese, just as long as it's not tomato soup. <laughs> And the hash brown grilled cheese sounds great. If you want to dip that into tomato soup, that's pretty much the same as marinara. I would. My number one, similar kind of to yours, but not really, is burger and fries. Classic. I thought about that. It's just the classic. Burger and fries is probably my, my like, just my go-to. When I, when I have a good set, when I have a bad set, I celebrate with burger and fries. I, I uh, pick myself up with burger and fries. I do a lot of burger and fries. Um, you, yeah. sur- you surmise with burger and fries. I surmise a lot. You can, so, I feel like fast food burger and fries can be good. There's also like, obviously in New York, there's fancy burger and fries. There's middle of the road. You know, talking about, and I think we're going to try to go there, speaking of restaurant, Mineta Tavern. That My wife and I, we really haven't been good. there, but we're like, we want, like, that's kind of like one of the next yeah. places we want to go. Really Apparently there. Have you been there? Yes. Yeah. Their burger is like it's supposed to be the great. Black right? label burger. It has yeah. like onions and it's really good. Yeah. It's like a steak burger. Yeah, I would like that. Have you ever been to the Brindle Room? I would say that's my number one burger in the city. Brindlewald? Brindle. It's a good Harry Potter reference, but yeah, I think it's... No. The Brazerbacks will like it. Went, went Brindlewald. Yeah. Uh, Brindle Room's really good. It's like a, a steak burger also. They have aged... like They use like trimmings from aged steaks to, to make a beef patty. I love that. Yeah, you know what? I, so I I thought about putting burger and fries, but I had the steak free. It was too similar. Yeah. And what's been really upsetting to me, and I think it's the New York City thing. I don't think it's maybe other you know coastal elite type cities mm-hmm. too, with, where this trend where the burger and fr- like is not coming with fries. Right. Like it's it's, it's separate. the side of fries. Oh, that's ridiculous. Desp- despicable. Despicable. Me too. Exactly. That's ridiculous. And I see it more and more. It's, and it's an unfortunate thing where I guess the price of the burger is getting to be so much. Right. Fries, I mean, are not cost. Although I, just, I read this thing yesterday that said that there might be a potato shortage and prices of fries might go up because of that. Really? Which would be devastating. It would be devastating, but good for my health. Yeah. Devastating for my, my But fries belly. themselves don't really, I mean, it's just potato, frying potatoes. Potatoes right. don't cost much at all. Uh, it, I mean, if there's a shortage, I guess they might. Cost more, but generally they don't cost much. We have famine coming. We have the old potato famine coming. Yeah. Wow. Old old Ireland's coming back. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I think that was a strong top nine list. I mean, we we had some contention there. It got a little tense. I think it'll be good though. I think think this will help elevate our our cooking to a wider audience. Yeah. I just can't get over your beans. Unbelievable. You're just you're just incorrect. And anti tomato soup. I feel like that was more of your reaction to me being anti-beans. No, it was something I knew you were going to put because it's like a classic combination. Like when you think of food combinations, that's one of them. Right. And I actually haven't had it in probably like 10 years. Yeah, because no one, when would you ever want it? On a cold, rainy day. When you want, want to warm up. Do you want up. it today? What? Do you want it today? I would, I would have had it if you made it for me. Uh, then I got my soup that I'm going to have after this. But no <laughs> soup anymore. All right. So that was good. That's strong. Do you got any sponsors this week? I do have a sponsor this week. Thanks for asking, Squ- SpongeBob Square Lance. Um, hey, Lance Armstrong, you trying to live strong? Well, you should try the buffalo chicken sandwich from Domino's. Tangy, spicy, and straight from Buffalo, New York. 
the Domino's buff chick Sandy is Jim Dandy. Line up some Domino's and knock them down with some focaccio bread and chicky cutlets smothered in the buff. The sauce, that is. Order online using promo code Coming in hot, ready or not, braise bits, and get a free order of cinnamon sticks on us. Domino's. It's not your mama's cooking. That was great. Yeah. I'm going to... Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to... Uh, I have a, a favor I'm calling in. Okay. So this week is sponsored by Pretty Good Tours NYC. Nice. You ever in New York City and want to go on a pretty good tour? Well, Pretty Good Tours has walking tours of New York City. You sign up, you show up, or sometimes you don't even show up, and you go on a great tour. You learn stuff about the city. You talk to interesting people. You go on a bathroom break. You talk to other people about random things. You meet some people who would probably be cast in the Broadway show Oh Hello. You meet some tourists. You have a great time. We're we're doing we're doing a solid. So come on a pretty good tour. We got a lot of pretty good tours happening towards the end of the month, during the holidays, during Hanukkah. And that's it. Fantastic. I think they're they're better than pretty good. That was off the Johan Cruyff. Cruyff. Johan Santana? Johan Santana. Pretty good tours. How can they find it? Pretty good you tours. You can go to prettygoodtoursnyc.com. Lovely. And it's a website. And if you don't know how a website works, it's uh, you just type it in. It tells you stuff. Call the old internet. Yeah. Search bar. HTTP colon back double black slash yeah. black black. What do you think about this bit? So I'm doing, I have this whole thing about like how I, it's like how you get less friends as you get older. Yep. And um, like I, I want to be like your interest change, right? So first, like, you know, when you're 20, you just like drink with people. But like my interests now are just like not hanging out with people. Like that's what I'm interested in. Is that funny? Absolutely. That's... Like I just want to like drink like like uh, tea. By, by myself. Igor Mar- Tigor Martinez. He's another <laughs> great comedian who drinks tea a lot. And he was I was with him yesterday and he said like his favorite thing is to like like drink tea and eat a cookie. <laughs> and like that's great. I'm not a cook I like I'm not a drink tea and eat cookie, but I like to just like drink tea. Yeah, it sounds pleasant. Yeah, and it's like nice. Like I don't know, not rather than going out and drinking. Oh yeah. Just drink tea. A hundred percent. I mean not even close. No, I, I think that's funny. I never really had an interest, had the interest of like going, like my, a lot of my home friends still like going out and on oh, Friday yeah. nights and getting slam bam, thank yeah. you, bams. You know what I love? There's an old Louis joke going out to get laid, guys. <laughs> yeah, <remember> that? yeah. <laughs> Those are all my friends. Yeah, it's everyone's friends. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a funny bit. Yeah. Just want to drink tea. Yeah. I'm interested in not hanging out with people. Yeah, that's like my interest now, right. and like so, like the reason why I have less friends is because like, like my old interest you needed to do with friends, right. but like my new interest, like it requires not having friends. Though so you could you could tie that into your other bit about uh, you just want a chicken cutlet sandwich. I know I haven't been really doing it because it, you can tie them both it, in. I know. Maybe I just talk about how I want a chicken cutlet sandwich. We could tie well, it in like. I think that would be a good tag. Be like, I also used to want to be like famous. Now I just want a chicken cutlet sandwich. I know people don't get it. I, <laughs> it hasn't been working. But it, it's kind of along the similar similar themes of like. I know. Now I'm just interested in standing and hanging out by myself. How things change, like things you want and are interested in. Yeah, I just want to cook in the podcast. That's why we're doing it. 
All right, so we got... Do you want to do Is That a Joke? Do you sure. want to do QAB? Let's go to Is That a Joke. All right. Why not? What do you got? Well, first I have a question for Is That a Joke back at you. Was your kidney beans, is that a joke? No, it, All right. it's the delicious... All right, it's fine. Uh, I, I don't know if it's New Orleans. I, I think New, the New Orleans... Gumbo? Gumbo is great. You said you haven't been to New Orleans, right? I haven't. This, this is why. <laughs> but you're not saying gumbo. You're saying kidney beans and rice. Well, that's what, the, that's what it's called, red beans and rice. Let's, let's, you know what? If you order gumbo, that, that's pretty much red beans and rice. But they're also adding like no, sausage. No, gumbo, gumbo could be a different. I'm not, see, I'm not like, I just got this thing called red beans and rice, and it was amazing, and then I had it again. I'm sure there's other things in it, though. Yeah, it's like sausage. Right. So if you said sausage and red beans and rice, or sausage and rice. But yeah, but that's this, like this what? This whole red bean. Red beans and rice. Red band. Okay, uh, Joe right. Rogan's red producer. beans and rice is an emblematic dish of Louisiana Creole cuisine. Traditionally made on Mondays with red beans, vegetables, bell pepper, onion, and celery, spices, thyme, cayenne pepper, and bay leaf, pork bones as left over from Sunday dinner, cooked together slowly in a pot, and served over rice. Many meats such as ham, sausage, most commonly andouille and chorizo, and tasso ham are frequently used in the dish. Okay. All those combinations sound good. So how about that? (laughs) Does that sound better for you? How about those apples? Is that okay? That is that acceptable? Good. Yes. This is what I was talking about. So it's not a joke. Not a joke at all. <laughs> the opposite of a joke. I'm okay. That's fair. My my was that a joke comes from uh, last night. We were on the same show at the the Lantern. Yeah, this was a few days ago. A few days ago, Razor correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, there was to be performed for. I performed for two people in the, in the crowd. They still uh, asked for the show. They they. We're cool with us having a show just for them. I went up first, and it felt like every single joke, but the reaction I got was, was that a joke? <laughs> Literally, my opener, um, I don't, I don't want to say my, my joke, but it got a resp- didn't, they, they didn't get a laugh. I just got, the guy commented, being like, oh, that, that's interesting. <laughs> and like pretty much that, it was just like a conversation. <laughs> I was just speaking at them. I never had that experience before where everything I said Got a response of like, of was just, that a joke? Was that a joke? Pretty much. So that's interesting. So this was Monday night for the Brazerbacks listening, yes. and if you're listening this week, you might remember Monday night was that snowstorm, yeah. rainstorm. So it's a pretty rough it's night, slushy out. Yeah. Um, and interesting about that show. So I was on the eight p and the ten p this night. The eight p turned out it was overbooked, and all the comics showed up. Mm. So I, I personally did not perform on that. 8P. Right. You were there. And uh, instead, I got a free meal because that's how we decided. That steak Sally. Yeah, I got that steak Sally, which is much more valuable than going up there and having all your jokes fail. Yeah, for two people. Um, it's interesting you say that. The, the, was that a joke? Mm-hmm. Talk kind of tough comedy. So I did an open mic on sun this past Sunday. Where at? For the first time, New York Comedy Club. For the first time in like since the spring. Wow, I think. You know, luckily, I'm so good at comedy that I don't really have to do mics. Yeah, good for you. And I forgot, like, I just, you know, it was a mic and I did poorly. But I did my, like, best stuff because my idea was, like, I'm going to crush at this mic and then, like, you know, I'll just get booked on stuff. Sure. Because um, I don't know the mic scene anymore, you know. Um, but the whole time, the whole time, they're just like, was that a joke? Right. And I was like, this is stuff that I do almost every night that yeah. gets that does well. Exactly. And then I was like, am I a bad comedian? But then I forgot just like what mics are. Oh, mics stink. 
Yeah. And also, open, there's some open mics that are so bad that if you attempt, if you're not trying something new, or if you do jokes that you know work, yeah. that makes it worth like, that's the, it's like almost pretentious to do that. Yeah. People are like, why are you doing jokes that's that you know what, work? That's what I think might have been the case. Or I just might be bad. But um, there's also a... It, I mean, open mics are a fascinating social phenomenon. If you've never been to one, I would, I would recommend going to just one. It's Not more than one. But it's like the energy in it is... Um, I mean, it's a contrived setup where it has, it's almost nothing to do with the actual comedy show. No. Because in comedy show, people are there and they want to laugh. But in open mic, people there and they, they kind of want you to fail. Definitely. Um, it's competitive. Every, everyone usually there is a comedian. And you're there. So like anything that's like, so I did my stuff about how I got married. And I realized right away that was a dumb thing to do because no one, like it, if you're like have any sort of good thing happening in your life. <laughs> right. Like, oh, the open mic right. it, like attitude is like, well, right. get out of here. Like. We're all here. Exactly. Like the, it, and everyone, everyone at the mic has something going for them in some way. Eh. I mean, you could say arguably no, it's a bunch of crazy sociopaths. Right. But like, every, I don't know, everyone, everyone's interesting in their own way. For the most part. Um, yeah, so uh, I kind of forgot that. And it was, it, was, it was interesting to get kind of thrust back in that sure. in such like a forceful way where I had a bunch of good shows in a row. Yeah. I did a show on Long Island on the two days before that that went amazing. Um, and the night, uh, the night, the night before that Saturday night, just had a string of like great shows. Yeah, and um, and I did that, and I was like, I'm not, I can't even, I'm not even a comedian. Right. I used to, I've when I was doing open mics for a long time, I still do open mics. I got into like a a, a pretty negative space where I, I learned how to do well at open mics. Yeah, which is not doing well does, at a show. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty much just like. For me, it would be saying a joke and then just making fun of how bad that joke was. And, and then comics love when you talk about you yourself bombing or self-deprecating and like how bad it is. And I would do well because they would be like, oh, he's... But that doesn't work at shows where people are, are coming to laugh and they want to see you do well and have good jokes. They yeah. don't want to see you say a joke and then you make fun of the joke of why it's bad. Yeah. They want to hear a good joke. And like the stuff, even like the stuff about like being married, it's like at an open mic, they're like, well, why do you have any sort of like good thing happening right. in your life? But on your show, people are like, yeah, I'm married. Yeah. Like, please talk about to this. Yeah. Like, so it's interesting. interesting. I think doing open mics sometimes before a good show is good, uh, is a good way to like, I, for me, um, gets me in a good headspace because then I, if I don't do a lot of open mic, then I'm like, oh, now I'm going to a show and it can't get worse than what I just did. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You know what I love when you see like a comedian like an, who's just kind of doing open mics and kind of transitioning to starting to do shows yeah. and they do their joke that clearly bombs all the time at a mic and it does well and they like react surprise. surprise. Yeah. I love that. I best. saw that recently and yeah. it was like, it's great. So it's fantastic. Yeah. And then they like are about to like do the thing where they what, you, do what you were it, talking yeah. about, and then they, they don't sometimes need to. they do, but sometimes they do it, and people are like, "What?" I I was doing that yeah. a lot. Yeah. I was doing that a lot. It gets you bad habits. You need open mics. I was talking about this actually with uh, this call is Alvin Kwai. and he was saying like he kind of I guess he was doing a ton of mics and he stopped. He recently stopped, um, or he's saying he's not going to do as many. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying like they're not useful at all. And I think they're really useful for the first like two or three years of doing oh, comedy. Definitely. You have no, no, no other place to You before. have no other place to go, and you have to get used to how terrible it yeah. could be. You're just talking to a microphone on a stage. Yeah. yeah. 
I did, I do like this, but I feel like for the chefs, we're gonna we're getting right. too close into the inside comedy baseball. inside baseball. Too many True. inside pitches. So let's transition out. Let's get into the quab. Yeah. Did you do his attitude? Yeah, he did. Right? Did you do? Yeah, the open mic. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I got a quick QAB uh, for the new Razorbacks. QAB is uh, questionable at best. Lance's uh, old friend Goose. Uh, I forgot to ask Eric Seidel about Goose because he uh, has the access to Goose. Need access to Goose. Yeah. Well, we want an update on Goose. He is the channel. Tony Saragusa. Yeah. Um, he sees Goose through the reeds. <laughs> but pretty much he would call things out for questionable at best. Um, and now it's our segment. Um, this is kind of a weird one for me, but I just I thought it was interesting and uh, funny. I did a podcast. I don't want to name names, but I I, got, I caught some shade from a, another comedian, and he pretty much labeled my comedy as uh, free associating boot bullshit. To me, that's that's wow. some questionable. And he said it. I was, all, I was thinking about doing that during his at a joke segment because he said it as a joke, but it's it's pretty like a brutal thing to. To say, um, and I, I there's like a level to where, there's a level of truth which which makes it hurt a little bit, but um, yes, yeah, I think it's questionable at best. I, I'd say my my stand up is 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 not fr- free associating bullshit. It's free associating good shit. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're you're cooking quality food up there. Absolutely. Um, wait, so this was you were on the same podcast? Yeah, and this like I forget uh, exactly how it came up. Was the tone like one of it was. It, it came out. It came. It felt like a positive conversation, and then it came out of. It felt like. Um, I don't even remember the context of it. Yeah, but I remember being taken aback. Like, yeah, that's that's that, a lot. It's pretty mean. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the circumstances. I don't know who it was, and uh, you know the the drama of comedy. Yeah, but yeah, you know, people. Uh, you say that. In, so the positive way to look at it, right, is everyone has said something like the wrong thing. Right. In some capacity and some time, and they regret it. Um, and maybe it was taken the wrong way. Right. Sure. That's the positive way to look at it. The negative way to look at it is uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it's in any, it's not just comedians. You know, when people are like, just comedians are like this. And like, I don't know, comedians are crazy, but like anyone in any like industry humans. is yeah. crazy. Like, it's not, I, I don't, I don't love when um, comedians act like it's like, there's nothing in common with like right. say like uh people in finance or like, like civilians like yeah. yes yeah even that whole thing it's like yeah you're, you know you're still humans yeah you're still humans and, and if you're if you're more of like the more you get into that distinction the less you're gonna be related. You know, the less you're gonna well, yeah the less like you're gonna be able to go in front of a crowd and they're gonna be like right well this is also a person that i really like because they yeah. are talking about things that are relevant to me right. anyway i think a bad way to look at it is yeah people are just brutal and they dig at you, and maybe it's from a place of insecurity. Maybe it's from a place of hostility. Who knows? You yeah. know? I just th- unfortunate. I think it's more the latter, because he did always make a comment before the pod started, being like how he sees on social media how I, I get booked a lot. Uh, so yeah. I, I think that came... whole social media stuff, it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. And I, I used to try to start playing into it, because you have to. Yeah. But yeah, people really yeah, that get booked race. a lot and... How I saw today how and it, but it, it's so unfortunate that this is your your mindset. I saw today another podcast which I it sounds interesting. I won't say it because I'm gonna. Well, I was like it sounds interesting, um, but it's I guess it's, it's doing really well. And my first thought was like, oh, I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, my yeah, first yeah. thought was like, 
oh, why aren't we doing as well? <laughs> right. Like we're doing great, and also yeah. like good for good for the, right. that podcast. That's right. awesome. Right. Like, and why is my first reaction like, oh man, like I, I wish, should, I wish I was like that. Why is this person right. doing well and I'm not? Right. And it's like it's human. It's human, human but it's unfortunate that I think social media encourages that to be the first reaction. Right. And it's like that's awesome. Like Absolutely. he's worked hard and deserves that. Yeah. And like we're also do I don't know, the, our podcast is doing way better than I thought it would be. I agree. I mean, we got some brazerbacks listening to this right now. We're getting we're getting more uh I think more in the trenches than usual. Absolutely. With this. Yeah. We're getting emotional. This is World War One. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of the trenches. Yeah. You got a quab? I got a quab. So again, this is this is from a comedy situation, but I think it's beyond comedy. Okay. So Beyond um, Burger. Beyond Burger. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Bed Bath and Beyond. Bingo. Um so Saturday this or it'll be like a week ago. Past weekend from when this episode comes out, at a show and people were getting up like in the after every comedian mm. and uh then like basically what happened was there were these there was only four seats left in the show and there was a group of six who wanted to come to the show so they said we're gonna rotate and what that meant is after every comedian they all like shuffled and oh, some came out and some God. came in and well it's one of those it's it's qab because it's interesting the way that people perceive situations relative to like how the situation kind of like just is. Right. So in their mind, they're like, oh, well, this is a way we could all enjoy the sure. show. And it like doesn't inconvenience. Like, they just don't realize. They like, don't realize how the, much the logistics. Yeah. Logistically, that destroys a show because you're getting up and down. It's a distraction. It's a distraction. Um, not to mention, you know, how are, how is like. Are, are you talking to like the servers, you know? Yeah. Like that's a nightmare. Different people ordering different things. Yeah. I mean, they were all one group, so I'm sure one of them just said, just charge me. Right. I hope they said that, but who knows? But like, that's it, was, wild, it was interesting that this group thought it was like this, like hack yeah. that was also useful. Right. But in reality, it just made things a lot more complicated. Interesting. And that's, good. that's a good QAB. And does that come out of a place of self-interest? Mm. Like is, is someone is, are, is it, does this person convince themselves or this group convince themselves that this is like a almost benevolent thing to do because, um, because of self-interest of wanting to do the show. But they're thinking about the group interest, but not, not like the, the show interest. They're thinking yeah. about like their group. They're like, Oh, we don't want one of our two of our friends to be not included. Yeah. So we're going to rotate, but they're not thinking about the big, like zoom out a little bit for the whole show. Well, I think that's a, such a societal problem right. where people care about class and, groups yeah yeah where it's like i mean you see it i mean comedy shows are a perfect example of this where you see like a group of people they won't want to sit near the front yeah even though the show's half full and they'll be like well for my group i want us to have like the best time but it won't be as good as like for the collective group right and then you might have a better time if you give into the collective like participate in the collective experience i think it's um not to not to go on a weird thread but like religion isn't as big as it was and like that's what religion Absolutely. did for people 100% like you put yourself maybe in uncomfortable positions uh based out of obligation and a community was better off for it and now you, everything's convenient and you do everything the way you want but like maybe you're missing something right you alienate people that aren't part of that specific religion deep. group this is super deep deep trouble too this the R.L. Stein book afraid of the dark yeah this is a. Uh, this is like. We, I feel like we did like a, a brazing of a, a slow braze, and we got like a real 
real good juices. Yeah, really this was a good one. A, a lot of cut, different juices. Yeah. Sometimes not all, uh, d- different juices than we sometimes cook sometimes with. We get service level juices that are like, oh, we see them bubbling. This one, yeah, had really. This is a nice one. It. Yeah, yeah, that's my QAB. Love it. Should we bring in the closer? Bring them up. Let's do it. Enter Sandman. Let's do it. I feel like we should get like maybe a, a closing song. Is that is that too much? Oh Probably yeah, a lot of editing from our. I don't know. It's, it wouldn't be that hard editing from our Juilliard trained musician. I think we should get our Juilliard trained intro is amazing. It's fantastic. We could end with it too. Yeah, we could. But we could also end with like a. I know what you mean. Yeah, like a Enter Sandman. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, Do you know any hard? If you're a hard rocker and you're a Brazerback. Get in that'd, touch. That'd be awesome. Send in some samples. We'll, we'll throw you some. Uh, some we'll shuffles. make it worth your time. Definitely. All right. I um, I'm going to be hosting the Tempe Arizona this Saturday the seventh at the Village Lantern, and um, the following Saturday I'm going to be at in Pelham, New York, at Rockwell's American Eatery on the 14th, hosting a comedy show there. Amazing. Should be interesting. I have to do a clean set. Oh, love love a good clean set. It's gonna be very interesting. Clean sets are could be really fun. I hope I'm, I need to have that mindset. I've I'm had pretty nervous for it. I feel like we've talked too much comedy. I've had a few different clean set experiences. Some have been great, and then some, one was hilarious. Okay, hilariously um, bad or good? The whole situation was great. Okay, in a hilarious way. Okay. Um, not that I'm really that dirty, but you know you can't. You can't do mind. Anything. I'm, I'm like stupid dirty. Yeah, but like it's you need it though for for your bits. Yeah. Anyway, um, where are you going to be uh, this weekend? I'm going to be in Kansas City. Nice. Um, not I may be doing comedy actually. It's unclear at this point. There's one place it seems like I could go, but it's kind of far away. Okay. Uh, my wife and I are going to visit that, well, both our friend, awesome. but her maid of honor. Sweet. I've never been there. She goes, you know, once, twice a year. And it's good uh, for the pod, too. Yeah. Pod I'm stories. O- yeah, and I'm always like, that sounds fun. I would like to go. And, like, maybe I could try to do a show there while I'm there. But, they like, just, you know, not make it about comedy. But, right. Um, yeah, so I've never been there. Um, they got a good barbecue in Kansas City. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll barbecue it up. Very maybe cool. we won't. Yeah, but never really been to that area of the country at all. So it will be interesting. Nice. Looking yeah. forward to hearing about it. Yeah, so that's kind of yeah, kind of what I'm doing. Fantastic. Yeah. This is a solid episode. Solid episode. Mm-mm bits. Mm-mm bits. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Peace.